guys welcome back to another episode of the morning skate yeah cat here we got interview time uh, i know you guys always love when we dive deep into this and i think you guys are really gonna like this because this is a this is a product that and we're, we're gonna get into it because you always support your favorite players and you wear jerseys but how often do you actually wear a jersey and i talked to chuck a little bit before the podcast about this and it's like you wear a jersey pretty much to a to a hockey game maybe do a concert if you want to let everybody know that you like hockey but other than that not much and and these these hats that he's come out with have been awesome. So this is Chuck. Oh God, I already forgot the last name. Eric Canelli. Eric Kellyan. Yeah. Eric Kellyan. I, you know, he's <laughs> kept or the other. I got the first name right. But, Dude, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Th- thanks for hopping on. How's it going, man? Everything's going good, bro. I mean, you know, this this whole um, COVID thing. You know, it's still around. So you know, it's stressful. I'm sure everyone's going through it. So we're just trying to battle through, and hopefully, you know, there's a vaccine in the new year. So. Yeah, I mean. I'm hoping, dude. Fingers crossed. Uh, it's the world's such a different place now, man. I we just posted a, <coughs> a video of a Michigan Michigan State game at uh, mm-hmm. I think at Little Caesars, and they had like this little fucking like squirrel on on the screen. It was just making these noises, and then it cuts to this one guy, and it kind of blew up. I'm wondering like why did it blow up? And it's because we haven't seen fans in the stands in for it seems like for forever. And and the NHL did a really good job making sure the playoffs went on, but like mm-hmm. I miss I miss the electricity, you know. Bro, of course, yeah. I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder of the bees, so I mean, I never assumed, you know, in March or whatever it was would be my last time going to a game, and for forever knows too long, you know. And um, who doesn't miss playoff hockey? I mean, that's what you're you're a season ticket holder for. So that was kind of a bummer, but like you said, NHL did the best they could. You know, it was great to see. I think they put on a good product. So yeah, absolutely. But let, let's dive into what you're doing. So this is Chuck's Buckets. If you guys get a chance, Chuck'sBuckets.com. You guys can go on and check them out because. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get way ahead of this. I have a fucking giant head, and there's, like, very few hats that, like, <laughs> my head. But for some reason, yeah. like, the snapbacks and the snapbacks with the mesh always do. The yeah. dad hats, it looks like I have, like, just, like, this little fucking thing. I, I, I look Bro, I'm awful. the same boat as you. I'm the same boat as you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stressful. I hate it. Yeah. But I love I love the makeup of these hats. How did we get mm-hmm. into this? Because if you guys get a chance to check it out, it, it, they're fucking cool. It's supporting your favorite player and your favorite team. It seems like a no-brainer. So where did this come yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was going home from work uh, a little over a year ago. And like you said, uh, just an idea popped into my head. I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't really feel like wearing a jersey to tonight's game. You know, I'm going to go out later with some buddies. So I'm like, wouldn't it be cool to have an idea? I love wearing hats. So like, wouldn't it be cool to have a hat that could resemble your favorite team, not only your favorite team, but your favorite player. And so the idea kind of, you know, the creative juices started to flow. And um, I looked online to see, you know, someone else definitely already has this idea. Someone's running with it, but I noticed someone wasn't. So that's where it just kind of all began. I contacted a uh, manufacturer of, I know of like does clothing, hats, does embroidery. So he did some drawings and uh, it kind of, that's really how it started. So. I, I mean, it's, it's really taken off. If you get, if you go on the website again, like I'm on it right now and you got, you have pictures with not just like, yeah, Marchy, you got, who's this here? It looks like Jake DeBrusque, Kevin Shattenkirk, Darcy Tucker, El Prez had one on. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. So, it's so when you started this, you're like, this is a good idea, and it's a fucking brilliant idea because you said you went online and looked at hats. If you ever go online and look at like a New York Rangers hat or like a Boston Bruins hat, yeah, it's bro- they struggle big time. They're absolutely. so brutal. Like, I don't understand how bad you can get with making a hat. It makes no sense mm-hmm. to me. Like, give me a logo yeah, you, and a plain hat, it, but they it, don't do it. They put like these weird designs in it and stuff. And it's like, in countless times I've gone to the pro shop looking for something, and the countless times I've walked out with nothing because it's seriously. like, it's just, yeah, it's like crazy. It's just. So, you, you know, so we kind of, um, and like you said, you're getting back, you've seen some of the players on my uh, website wearing them. So it kind of like, I've made, start off made, I was like, you know, I'm a Boston guy. Let's see how it goes. You know? So I made Brady Edelman, Marshawn. No brainer. Yeah. And Bergeron. So I'm like, let's see how it goes. You know, I don't know if it's going to take off or what. So I started, you know, you know, selling to my friends, very receptive. You know, everyone loved them. And then I actually met up with one of my buddies and said, like, Hey, like I can help you market this. So I met up with him. Brought some of the hats and um, get some good ideas. I'm way home. I wanted to stop for a few beers. I was in the Seaport area of Boston. And uh, so I went in, had a few beers, and on my way out, I walked by a table with some of the bees or at uh, DeBrusque and Pasenak were there. And I'm like, shit, I got these hats on me. They're going to think I'm a weirdo, but I got some courage going over. Talk about the stars aligning, though. Dude, crazy. Seriously. And to have the hats on me at the same time. So – I'm like, I called some of my buddies like, dude, you got to go up and, you know, you got to say something. So I went up there and um, they were to- totally cool. And I'm like, you know, what a great opportunity. And I gave pasta and our kids, he loved it. And DeBrus just kind of chirped me. He's like, hey, what's this all about? <laughs> He's like, yo, where's mine? I'm like, bro, if you, you know, if you, if you want to wear, you know, I'll make you one. He's like, dude, if I, if you make me one, I will hundred percent wear it. I want 74 on the front and slim JD on the back. So <laughs> right away, bro, I made him one. And I'm like, dude, this, I'm like, like you said, the stars aligning. I mean, like, what are the odds of that? So um, that was super cool. And I, uh, so I right away contacted my manufacturer, made a bunch of those through a connection I have sent, uh, sent out the hat over to, um, to the locker room. So. Dude. And, and you know, what's kind of weird is like, I feel like Boston specifically with, with the Patriots and, and the Bruins, I feel like they're way more open to ideas like this than other big market teams. Like when I think, and like I followed Barstool for a while and obviously mm-hmm. spin chicklets, but when I think about the guys who are like in the media wearing like different designer, whether it be Barstool or spin chicklets, it seems like it's mm-hmm. Boston guys. And I mean, dude, stars aligning with you walking in there and having some hats on you at the time. <laughs> and then so having Jake like, DeBrus like, be like, yeah, make me one. Yeah. And bro, like, especially they're like, yo, you just walk around with your hats with you all the time. I'm like, no, like long story. Like I just had them on it coincidentally. So I saw um, you guys leave the rink, followed you, made sure my buddy brought some hats. Like not weird. Yeah, I promise. Yeah, yeah. I promise. So, you know, so that was awesome. And then, um, so like I said, I sent JD a hat, you know, nothing really came about of it. And then, um, a buddy of mine was actually going down to, he's good buddies with Hayes. He was going down to the Patriots Eagles game last year. So he's like, hey, like, I want to bring Hayes a, um, a uh, Brady hat. I'm like, yo, see if he wants, you know, his own custom made. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, let's see if we can get something going here. So he was receptive. He designed his 13 on the front, his initials on the back. And then, like, in November, within a week, like, DeBrusque and Hayes, both, like, post-game, both wearing the hats. So it was like, I'm like, this is crazy. So, like, yeah, it was super cool. So, you know, and that's where it kind of was like, wow, this is actually something that could work, so. Was that like your first oh shit moment? Like I always ask people this, like your oh shit moment where you're like, oh my god, I might actually have something here. It was like that. What was was that one of the moments? Yeah, hundred percent. I was just, I was because like you like I made DeBrus the hat, and I assume like, oh, he's got to wear it right away. And I'm like, it's been a month. I'm like, all right, nothing come about. And then whenever I saw it, like the following morning after a game, I'm like, oh shit! Like you said, like 
here's my freaking hat like on tv like i was total like strong like this is gonna be awesome and then like and like through weirdly enough twitter and stuff like my some of my followers started sending me pictures of haze like some philly based people wearing the hat i'm like this is crazy i'm like it's kind of blowing up so it was pretty cool it's it's awesome you have debrusque on ness and i think you had haze on which is the philly network yeah I, I mean that it's just sports Philadelphia. That's so fucking cool. And it's a great idea, dude. It's genius because it's like, mm. I feel like it's not, you don't have to really overcomplicate it. Right. Like you, you no. have somebody and it allows the NHL players to market their own name. Absolutely. And like I said, you know, some people are like, you know what, the guys might not like it, but everyone I've, you know, I've sent them to, or like talked to some of the players about it. They're like, yo, this is sick. And like you said, instead of wearing like some of the gear they have, it's kind of, you know, this is kind of something custom to their own. So. Yeah, I mean, I I wish I would have thought of this. <laughs> Absolute genius. And, like, again, you have your snapbacks, you have your mesh snapbacks. And yeah, you the, like you hats. said, the dad hats that couldn't fit our two, you know, big heads. But Yeah, we'd have, to, for, we'd, have know, to glue, we'd have to super glue, like, four of them together. <laughs> they're good for, you know, uh, girls or some guys that don't like, you know, that boxy-style hat. So Yeah, I mean, this is this is awesome. And, like, growing up, so you're, you're season take a hold of the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk a little bees, dude. So, so how – how did you feel about this year? Because when COVID happened, you guys were, I don't know if you were the best team in hockey, but definitely up there. And yeah, it's yeah. Like- uh, Points wise, best team. They won the president's trophy. Um, you know, super stoked going into the playoffs, you know, on fire. But then, you, like you said, you'd hope, I mean, what did they stop for like three months or something, yeah. whatever it was? It was crazy. Yeah. And then we went in there and like only, I don't think we even won a game in the preliminary round, um, what, the Ron Robin round? Yeah, so won a game. I'm like, yeah. The other guy that does the <laughs> podcast with me, he uh, he's a huge Bruins fan. And, and the mm-hmm. week that that happened, we were out on Martha's Vineyard for his bachelor party. Nice. Yeah. Bruins just kept losing, but he was so buckled. He's like, I don't care. We're already in the playoffs. The Rangers suck. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so that definitely wasn't a good sign. But I'm like, you know what? They did draw Carolina. We had good success with them the fall, the previous year. But then I'm like, once you just you, once you're getting involved with Tampa, forget it. I mean, they're yeah. just a wagon, especially, so. especially with Tuca leaving. So like, there there I mean, was a lot of controversy behind that. There were a lot of people that seemed to call him out. It ended up being, I think, his daughter got sick, and it was like a family first thing. And like, I, as a diehard fan, I'm not a Bruins fan, so I can't say mm-hmm. I'd be that as understanding if it was a Rangers goalie. But uh, there are a lot of people ripping him apart. And he seems to be a polarizing figure in Boston. Like, if the Bruins don't perform, it always seems like Haggerty comes out with, like, a, oh, it's Tugarask's fall. And it seems right, like every yeah. year. But to me, Tugarask is easily a top 10 goalie in the NHL. Like, he seems Absolutely. to be. Like, I mean, he was uh, up for the Bezina this year. I mean, right? he was top so it's three. Like, so so how, how do you feel about Tuca? And, like, what, what is, what's your opinion on that? I mean, like you said, I mean, there was rumors um, swirling around there that, you know, he just wanted out other rumors that like his daughter was sick, you know, but like you said, if there's a family matter, I mean, family's first and yeah. it's bigger than the game. Absolutely. So, you know, if, if something you had to take care of at home, you got to totally respect that. I mean, it did catch everyone off guard. It's like two hours before a puck drop. I mean, like, yeah, two caresses out. Like Everyone's like, what? So, yeah, I mean, we did have Halak, but he, you know, I mean, he's a backup, great yeah. backup, but you know, you can't expect a ton out of him. So it's hard to go on a run with, with, with that to get to the yeah. final, like, and again, he has absolutely. a great backup. But it's definitely right. not a plan that you thought was going to happen. No, uh, definitely not. Here's a question for you, and this is yeah. one that I hear from my buddy Hal, who does this. So Chara hasn't resigned yet. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, you don't know if he's going to go back to Boston. And he asked me on the podcast recently, like if he thinks it's if he's just no teams are asking him. 
And I, I can't see that happen. The Rangers just signed Jack Johnson to a one-year deal, and you're telling right, yeah. Jack Johnson over Zidane O'Chara. I think for Chara, it's more or less like he's going to go to Boston or he's going to retire. Would you want to see Zidane O'Chara come back? And secondly, if he does retire, how fast does it take them to put a C on Patrice Bergeron's jersey? I think it's already in the works. Bergie is going to get it. He's going to be captain next year. Yeah. It's kind of – I do would love to see Z back, but it's just like – I love the guy. The guy's just been a total icon in the city of Boston. Um, I'd like to see him back, but as your fifth or sixth defenseman. I mean, he was still logging too many minutes last year, you know. Yeah. But I think his experience and everything's great for the players. But you know what? The Bruins might feel the game's passed them by and they got to give some of the younger guys more time out there. But I would personally love him back. Yeah, I mean, it's been, I, I think, different. and I think Bergie's like over. I mean, Bergie's what thirty four, thirty five years old. I mean, still the team's just been eighteen. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's way overdue for him to have the you know the captaincy. So, yeah, and and it seems like the char thing was. I think that was so good for young defensemen like McAvoy. And I mean, even mm-hmm. Krug for the most part. You you have like right. this guy who's seen it, been there, done that, and just he's an animal in the gym and. I, obviously, there's that Pacioretty uh, freak accident right, happened yeah, years yeah, ago, whatever. Yeah. But for all accounts, he seems like an absolute class act. And absolutely, I, I mean, when they got eliminated, the like the 10 minute rant that Doc Emmerich went on about like Zdeno Chara being like Mister mm-hmm. Bruin, I thought spoke volumes because you don't really see that that often, you know? Right, absolutely. I mean, in just like last year, I mean, the guy breaking his jaw and like coming back the following game, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way he'll be back. Like everyone in Boston talk radio, like. And when you like ever saw like him go out there and like the day of the game and practice, I'm like, what is this guy's a total beast. And I don't know if you saw what they did on NBC sports like last month and the month before, but they like followed him around during the Stanley Cup finals. Coincidentally, like with oh, the no broken shit. jaw thing. Yeah. And like, he couldn't eat. Like he was like eating, through, like eating all his food through a straw. Like couldn't sleep at night. I'm like, this guy's a total like diehard and like a guy you want on your team. So that's like, you know, how do you, it's just crazy. The guy's out there with a broken jaw. It's like completely shattered, wired shut. Like, And and you talked about Char being a Boston icon. And I think that again speaks volumes because normally when you think of an icon of a city, they're normally homegrown. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really happen that often where somebody comes in and like, I can think Mark Messier for the Rangers, but I mean, Lomquist was a career Ranger, right? Like Mm -hmm. Chara, I think he started with the Islanders. I think he started with the Islanders and then he went to the Senators and then he ended up in Boston, but it's like, Mm He just he I feel like he just fit the mold of a Boston player like right and like no one even remembers him in those other teams it's no. just like he's a bro and that's it yeah and it's nuts and, and I think he plays the game the right way and mm-hmm. the I think one of the coolest things about Char is I think he I mean, he obviously knows that he could just he could dummy anybody at any time right, right. <laughs> but it, it takes a lot for him to get there and I think that says a lot because if I think I was his size and I knew I could dummy everybody I don't think I'd oh, have that oh I'm gonna be okay like I think I would just be chaos at all times right, absolutely but yeah he plays the and game like, with he, respect you know he does absolutely I mean you do cross that line though he's not afraid to throw absolutely not uh-huh. so and I would not want to fight that dude. <laughs> like, absolutely. Oh, my God. I, I'd rather wear a dad hat every day for the rest of my life. Hard <laughs> no. But uh, what did you think about, like, uh, DeBrusque and Pasta's performance in the playoffs? I thought Marshan played well. Bergeron's automatic always. Was, yeah. Were there players that jumped out to you in a good way and players that jumped out to you and, like, oh, I, I expected more? Um, I think, like, McAvoy really stepped up. I think he stepped up big time. That hit on um, Carl, was it Jordan Stahl. Oh my dude, that turned around the whole series. I'm the like the entire right? series. <laughs> yeah, guys like, like 20-year-old American. Him, yeah. just, oh my god. And then um 
I think Carlo, I do love Carlo. I think he's took a little step back this, um, this playoff round. I think he's a great player. Um, like you said, I, I don't know, like there was rumors that Pasen, you know, Pasenak and, uh, was it Kashe both were, um, yeah. ineligible to go. And there was rumors that they were out of shape, which is kind of, you know, disappointing, yeah. but you know, I, I still think, I mean, that first line is just so lethal. And if they can get some secondary scoring, I mean, I think they're one of the best squads in the league. Yeah. And it seems like every trade deadline, I've heard Kreider to the Bruins for the past fucking six years. Right. Yeah. It seems like every year there's always that one name and they haven't pulled the trigger on it. And I'm waiting for them to finally do it. You know what I mean? Because I yeah, think it was like might... Nash. <laughs> we got Nash from you, but that they didn't really work out. But that no. was like, yeah, they've never really made that huge splash at the deadline. Absolutely for the not, secondary no. scoring, it seems like they always add the guys that are a little bit older, like even with a Ginla. Like a Ginla wasn't on the Bruins mm-hmm. when a Ginla was a Ginla. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. But I no, feel like, like you're right. I mean, the Bruins have needed a wing with Krejci since like Lucci's left. Yeah. I mean, like in Horton, like it's been years. So, yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, they, they did bring in Craig Smith. We'll see. I mean, he's a 20 goal scorer. Yeah. You know, there's still time, I guess. So we'll see. I thought I loved what Charlie Coyle brought. He he impressed yeah. me a lot, especially because I mean I don't really get to watch a lot of Minnesota Wild games, so mm-hmm. I, I got to definitely see him a lot more when he's playing for Boston and just heavy center, gets in hard on the absolutely. forecheck. He like reminds me, yeah, absolutely. He reminds me a lot of uh, Kevin Hayes. Actually, a lot of yeah. you know, a lot of similarities the way they play. You know, same number, but you know, same size, both very strong on the puck. Um, and actually, I I made a hat for Coyle too. Uh, met up with him in Boston. Total beauty. Total great guy. And like a few times I messaged him on, um, you know, Instagram, see if he could like do a shout out for me. And he's done it both times. Super That's nice awesome. guy, you know, class act. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so where do you, where do you see, where do you see Chuck's pockets going, man? Like what, do you have um, a five-year plan? A five-year plan? No, not necessarily right now. Um, it's, it's a little, you know, obviously things are, you know, there's no hockey. Things will be a little different, you know, if, you know, because uh, I set up some pop-up shops sometimes at the local bars, you know, when, before a game. So obviously that's not going on, but um, right now I'm actually working with, you know, Yipper. Um, he's helped me out with some, um, getting some guys, new guys. What so a legend got, he is, huh? Oh, he's a total beauty. Yeah. Love you. Such a good guy. Um, he's got right now, I just made hats for um, Grizzlick, not Grizzlick, uh, Ryan O'Reilly, Shea Weber, who else I get? These are all big uh, names, man. These aren't like yeah, yeah. Guy, like, <laughs> like that's Sh- Shattenkirk, uh, Jimmy VZ. So yeah, so I, I got all those hats made. I uh, sent out to those guys. So um, he's been a great help. He's such a good guy. So that's awesome. Like, like, just wanted to get into more locker rooms. I mean, um, just so so far, I've made team hats for the Panthers and for the Flyers. It was super cool. Like during in the bubble, I got this like random message at night, like from this guy, and he's like, "Hey, I'm the uh, Flyers equipment manager." He's like, um, you mind like making hats for the whole team? And I'm like, uh, no. Like, so like I um rushed all I rushed all these hats, sent them up to the bubble. You know, I had um Scott Lawton wear it. Actually, the whole team wore it, but on TV I had Scott Lawton, Vittoria, Giroux, um, those guys rocking on TV. It was pretty sick. So that's so fucking cool, dude. A little yeah, idea so that, that you've already infiltrated NHL locker rooms. And yeah, dude, and I'm like one of the coolest things, this is just hockey, man. Like you could do this with fucking any sport if you really want to, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The most receptive has been hockey for sure. You know, the guys have been the coolest, but yeah, you're right. I mean, this could definitely translate to, you know, to any, any sport for sure. That's fucking sick, man. All right. So let, let's try to move the needle a little bit for you. We got black Friday coming up. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. We got, we got any deals for our listeners and, and fellow hockey fans. Yeah. We're running a special with, um, with the, um, what is it? The TSM 20% off for, um, for, for black Friday. This, what is it next weekend? Yeah. Can you believe that? The following weekend? I can't believe it. Yeah. It's crazy. So we'll be running that special, you know, throughout the whole weekend through Cyber Monday. So 
Right. Um, like I said, 20% off, you know, all hats. So it's a pretty sweet deal. All right. So you 20% off. That is promo code TMS. Uh, TMS, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're good, dude. Don't yeah, even worry yeah, about it. I butchered yeah. your last name. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, that we call that <laughs> <laughs> But uh, guys, check it out. I mean, uh, it's it's a no-brainer. If, if you guys are big fans of hockey players and – not, not only the teams, but the players check it out. Oh, I might have to scoop the Yipper Mesh now back. <laughs> I, might, <laughs> I might, might have to, might have to dive yeah, in. Yeah. But check yeah. it out, guys. It's chucksbuckets.com. Uh, I mean, NHL players are wearing them, and we all want to be NHL players. So definitely check that out. I mean, this Darcy Tucker picture is hilarious. And yeah, well, yeah that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's some good shit. So, uh, Chuck, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Uh, guys, no again, problem. thanks for Chuck's- having me buckets.com 20% off promo code TMS check them out follow them on all the social channels and uh hopefully we can get some hockey coming back here soon huh hopefully that's the plan all right man well you take it easy and uh guys thanks for tuning in this episode we'll talk to you guys later never made it as a wise man I couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing tired of living like a blind man I'm sick of sight without a sense of feeling and this is how you remind me This is how you remind me Of what I really am This is how you remind me